Lady Susan by Jane Austen, Letter 2. Letter 2. Lady Susan to Mrs. Johnson. Langford. You were mistaken, my dear Alicia, in supposing me fixed at this place for the rest of the winter. It grieves me to say how greatly you are mistaken, for I have seldom spent three months more agreeably than those which have just thrown, flown away. At present nothing goes smoothly. The females of the family are united against me. You foretold how it would be when I first came to Langford, and mannering is so uncommonly pleasing that I was not without apprehensions myself. I remember saying to myself as I drove to the house, I like this man. Pray heaven no harm come of it. But I was determined to be discreet, to bear in mind my being only four months a widow, and to be as quiet as possible. And I have been so, my dear creature. I have admitted no one's attentions but mannerings. I have avoided all general flirtation, whatever. I have distinguished no creature besides of all of the num... Ugh. I have distinguished no creature besides of all the numbers resorting hither, except Sir James Martin, on whom I bestowed a little notice in order to detach him from this mannering. But if the world could know my motive there, they would honour me. I have been called an unkind mother, but it is the sacred impulse of maternal affection. It was the advantage of my daughter that led me on, and if that daughter were not the greatest simpleton on earth, I might have been rewarded for my exertion as I ought. Sir James did make proposals to me for Frederica, but Frederica, who was born to be the torment of my life, chose to set herself so violently against the match that I thought it better to lay aside the scheme for present. I have more than once repented that I did not marry him myself, and were he but one degree less contemptibly weak, I certainly should, but I must own myself rather romantic in that respect, and that riches only will not satisfy me. In the event of all this is very provoking. Sir James is gone, Maria highly incensed, and Mrs. Mannering insupportably jealous, so jealous in short, that and so enraged against me, that in the fury of her temper I should not be surprised at her appealing to her guardian if she had the liberty of addressing him. But there your husband stands, my friend, and the kindest, most amiable action of his life was his throwing her off forever on her marriage. Keep up his resentment, therefore, I charge you. We are now in a sad state. No house was ever more altered. The whole family are at war, and Mannering scarcely dares speak to me. It is time for me to be gone. I have therefore determined on leaving them, and shall spend, I hope, a comfortable day with you in town within this week. If I am a little in favour, if I am as little in favour with Mr. Johnson as ever, you must come to me at number 10, Wigmore Street. But I hope this may not be the case, for as Mr. Johnson, with all his faults, is a man to whom that great word respectable is always given, and I am known to be so intimate with his wife, his slighting me has an awkward look. I take town in my way to that insupportable spot, a country village, for I am really going to Churchill. Forgive me, my dear friend, it is my last resource. Were there another place in England open to me, I would prefer it. Charles Vernon is my aversion, and I am afraid of his wife. At Churchill, however, I must remain till I have something better in view. 
my young lady accompanies me to town where i shall deposit her under the care of miss summers in wigmore street till she becomes a little more reasonable she will make good connections there as the girls are all of the best families the price is immense and much beyond what i can ever attempt to pay adieu i will send you a line as soon as i arrive in town yours ever susan vernon And so in letter two, we hear Lady Susan speaking much more as herself. In letter one, if you remember, she was very formal, very kind, very doting to her brother-in-law and talking to him about how she was going to, you know, come visit him and how great it was all going to be. But (laughs) then we get to hear what she really thinks when she talks to her friend, Mrs. Johnson. And this is going to be a theme throughout the novel that, her letters to Mrs. Johnson are some of the best stuff because we get to hear what Lady Susan actually thinks about everyone, which she doesn't think much of mo- pretty much anyone, except for Lord Mannering. She does like him. So here she is in letter two complaining about the fact that she's having to leave her friends, specifically her friend Lord Mannering, whom she doesn't come right out and say, but the basic implication here is that she's been having an affair with Lord Mannering while staying at his house with his sister and his wife. And she's very put out that his wife is upset about the whole thing. And her... And that she's having to leave her love, Lord Mannering, because his wife is so mean to her. Mrs. Mannering is insupportably jealous. And enraged against me. Which, okay. And we also find out that her friend, Mrs. Johnson, her husband, Mr. Johnson, is or was the guardian of Lady Mannering. So it's a little bit of a tangled web there. Maybe how she met the Mannerings? I don't know. But... Everything's all in an uproar because Lady Susan has been staying with the Mannerings and Sir James was there paying court to Miss Mannering. So she talked him out of wanting to be with Miss Mannering and got him to propose to her own daughter, Frederica, instead. But Frederica said no and refused to marry the guy. And Lady Susan is all upset about that and says that she might even have married him herself, except for that he was so boring. And, you know, she's romantic enough that she needed something more than that. But apparently her daughter shouldn't need more than that. Um, She has no, no idea of her daughter needing anything more than just a rich husband to help take care of her, of her mother, Lady Susan. So in any case, because of all this uproar that she caused, even though she's being very discreet because she's only been a widow for four months, So she's been a widow for four months, and during that entire four months has been having an affair, it seems like, with Lord Mannering, who she really likes. But now she has to leave the house because his wife has found out about the affair, and his sister's mad that she stole away her suitor, and the whole thing is very messy and crazy. And by the way, she's going to drop off her daughter as punishment for having said no to marrying Sir James. She's dropping her off at a school in London, 
And she makes it pretty clear. It says at the end there, the price is immense and much beyond what I can ever attempt to pay. So she's dropping her off at a school in London that's so expensive that she's not going to be able to pay the tuition for it. And that is the end of letter two. Next time we finally get a letter written by somebody else. So our next time when we come back in letter three, we're going to get a letter written about Lady Susan instead of by Lady Susan. And that should also be an interesting change. Very exciting. I will see you back next time for letter three. Mm -hmm.